0: Being recorded.
1: What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You're rocking with Lyles Movie Files. We have so much to talk about from the Bad Batch, Game of Thrones prequels, Departures on Flash, so let's just get right into it. What's up, little brother? Hey, right, bro, how are you? Cooling. All set and ready to podcast. All right. Chief, how about you?
2: All right.
1: My man. <laughs> Jay King, what's going on in Miami?
3: Uh, you know, it's sunny, then it's cloudy. Then it's sunny, then it's cloudy again and it rains. Um, a lot of G strings on people who don't deserve to wear G strings. Uh long white tees you know, gold chain, chokers, basketball shorts, flip flops and fights. Let's get it, South Beach.
1: Let's get it. Okay, so Where to begin? All right. The Bad Batch, the latest Star Wars Clone Wars spinoff, conveniently had its premiere episode this Tuesday, May the 4th. I love the marketing for May the 4th be with you. I was able to watch the first two episodes. I can still not discuss the second episode as of yet, because that airs Friday. But we can discuss the first episode. I had some issues with it that have me a little concerned about the long-term future of The Bad Batch. But I looked on social media, and everyone was loving it. Everybody was like, oh, it's so great. It's amazing. I'm like, "Woo!" I didn't have that luxurious, amazing, rapturous take on it. I thought it was all right. I really thought that some of the decisions were a little early on in the series. Jace, what did you think of The Bad Batch premiere? Okay. So, in case y'all haven't watched this uh, show, we are spoiling the show, and I don't mean y'all had a week. You should have watched by now. A um, and by the time it was, this airs, it'll be a week. So, my main issue was it, it was kind of we. Well, the first time we saw the Bad Batch was season seven of the Clone Wars, and they were this really cool faction of five clones. And they had their own unique personalities. And we were like, oh, wow, we really would like to see more of these guys. Like, they're worthy of a spinoff. And we were all signed off on it. And we were super excited when we saw it. But then when we got it, it was like, hey, um, stuff that probably should happen in episode, I mean, season, mean the season finale or towards the season finale happened as soon as you started. Like, Crosshair, who always looked like the dodgy dude. He literally betrays him in the first episode. So, like, well, that kind of... He didn't betray him. I mean, but he, he... I'm sorry. He followed his program, his correct programming, which all the clones had. And we were like, wow, that was kind of early. Like, we're not going to fight that a little bit? Maybe a mid-season finale kind of deal? Like, okay. And then I, I think my biggest issue... Well, hold on, hold on, because I want to talk about what you just said. Okay. To me, making Crosshair, the villain, was like, this would be like making Wolverine or Batman or name the cool the coolest character on any team and making them the bad guy right away when you're kind of like excited about seeing how that character interacts with everybody. It's like, oh, man, this dude's the coolest. I can't wait to see him sniping out whoever they're fighting. And then it, it was like, well, we're just gonna make him the bad guy. Which, I mean, okay, he's a sniper. I guess that could be the case. But wouldn't it be cooler to just have him be like the the dude that doesn't get along with anybody and just always has a crappy attitude? Cause we yeah, don't like, have that anymore. Just like almost like if you remember like watching uh, Cad Bane in the original Clone Wars, he was like this really cool bounty hunter. And then it's like, oh, well, we already know he's shady as a bounty hunter, but it's like. The bad batch had their all their unique personalities, It was just like off the jump. Y'all really, I mean, like, there's already Order Sixty Six, so there's already that initial bad guy deal you got to deal with. So it's like, why do you rush the gun? To like, I, I think your your metaphor was actually really apt. It was like, yo, why why not have Wolverine hunt down all the X Men? You know, after the first episode, it's like that's not the way they it didn't. It didn't seem like the way to go, and the only reason I'm a little, like, okay, I'll give it a little patience, is because Dave Filoni is the one guiding this show. I think if anybody else, I'd be like, (laughs) I'm good. And it's like, and I probably talked to you earlier, and I was like, I'm probably going to just wait for this. But because it's him, I'm going to have a little more patience for the show, except probably our next issue.
0: All right.
1: So as a staple of anybody who's watched this, a cartoon show back in the 80s knows, there were all these great properties from G.I. Joe. Actually, G.I. was the only one that didn't have this problem. Masters of the Universe, Transformers, um, Silverhawks, maybe not even Silverhawks, but you get what I'm saying. There, there was a prevalent theme. They always had to have super friends not challenges with super friends, but just regular standard super friends. They had to have the teenage kid sidekick or creature that always got into trouble, that always messed up things because they didn't know any better because they were a kid. And I don't know if they thought that kids would relate to this character more than the cooler superheroes like Superman. Like, I don't know any kid who was like, you know what, I relate. I like marvin and wendy way more than i do superman and wonder woman i never had that conversation with anybody um so the bad batch introduces a kid and i always feel like when you're watching the show when it when it started throwing a kid in that's when when we're knocking on the, the end or it's like okay we're hoping that a kid will spark things back up you know you saw it in growing pains family ties cosby
0: uh, for sure.
1: Yeah, i mean it's like when when the next new kid comes in we've got problems so bad bash introduces a a female clone which is problematic all in itself because there have been literally no female clones if the caminoans if palpatine thought there was a benefit to having female clones he would have made them he'd have been like yeah of course why wouldn't i have female clones no he just wanted grunt soldiers and I don't think anybody on Camino was like, you know what's going to be fun? And no one's going to notice one female clone. That's a child like Jango Fett, the only one running around like this. So it just didn't make sense from a logistical standpoint. And then the character is just doing all that annoying stuff that every kid sidekick does. Oh, let me get in trouble. I'll start a food fight. I'm so funny. And I could just hear my inner twelve-year-old going, "Oh, she's so annoying," and it was having a conversation with my outer forty-five-year-old, like, "Gosh, this character blows. Why do we need her?" Jace, what did you think of Omega? Okay. Uh, as soon as I, it was like, "Oh, this is a new character." Okay, cool. And then it was like, "Oh wait, she's a clone." Oh, okay so she's a defective clone of Django Fett out of how many billions of clones they've already made. They have a random female. That doesn't make sense at all. I'm pretty sure that, uh, you know, Kaminoans have this down that they know how to make the clone. Yeah. It's an MRF. Yeah. Oops. It's, it's, you know, one or a zero. It's, you know, you know, it's a binary issue. Um, so there is not a, I mean, it was like, they tried to force, I mean, it was like, we had, well, I think like, they could have done It's like, yo, she's a female assistant of a Kaminoan. And I don't think anyone would have batted her eye. We would have been like, okay, cool. We we got it. Cool. We don't understand her purpose. She's a new character. Like, introduce her. We're cool with that. But then say, oh, she's a clone. It's like, we've, we've, we've been here for seven seasons plus now. Um, uh, We've been through Revenge of the Sith. We've been attacked with clones. Like, at least introduce her template. And then say, oh, you know, she was, like, one of the smartest people in the Republic. And we're trying to, you know, see if we can, you know, make some new clones on her. On the Republic's time, because they're paying for all this. And I'm sure they're okay with this random person in there. We're just going to do that like we did Darth Tyrannus and, you know, Jango Fett. There's no new money coming in. And it was just, like, the food fight... And that, hey, I know all you guys. You guys are the coolest. It was like, hey, Spike, calm down. The Transformers are cool, but we don't need you right now. Like, <laughs> we really are here for Bad Batch, not you. It like, yeah, I
4: feel like so, we didn't
1: have Bad Batch trading cards for Omega to collect and be like,
0: ooh, you're Hunter.
1: Your stats are 5,000 clone battle droid skills. No, I mean, what is this? Like, I mean, the truth is, like, we are, we are four episodes of knowing the clone, I mean, the Bad Batch. And now you're like, oh, my gosh, they're the awesomest person. Like, shouldn't you have wanted to follow Echo, uh, Rex, all the art troopers who were just (laughs) awesome? You know, the 501st Legion who were literally, you know, the spearhead of the war? No, you wouldn't be. It was just like, guys, like, I mean, again, as as I said, I probably, the only reason I'm sticking with this is because Dave Filoni has anyone else, I'd be like, thank you, good night, I got other things to do on my Friday morning. Right. Well, there is a show that I am basically on my point of thank you and good night. That is The Flash. They had a new episode last night. I didn't care about watching it. I was watching the red light on my DVR. I was like, yeah, I don't care. This is on the heels of the big announcement on Tuesday, which didn't feel like a big announcement because it seems clear if you've been watching the series so far, or this season, that Carlos Valdez, who plays Cisco, and Tom Kavanaugh who is every Wells, they are exiting as series regulars. Well, it's kind of weird because Cisco and Wells have been in and out for this season. And Cisco is basically, yeah, I'll catch you guys later last season. So what do you think about this? Chief, I know you enjoy watching The Flash. What do you think about these guys leaving?
2: Well, um, I think the ship's going down anyways from what you're saying. And, and it's funny, the Flash didn't entertain me last year. The same with Supergirl. And I never even started them this year. They weren't even on my my list to see. So to hear that uh, Cisco's leaving and Cavill leaving, I'm just like, yeah, probably so. This did, uh, I don't think I've heard one glowing review of the Flash this year. And Supergirl, we already knew how that was talking about. Um, before the season even started. So, you know what I mean? It's watch, watching a car accident and just, you know, in slow motion. And you're like, I know what is about to happen. And you just kind of. The car
1: like, is not going to get any damage, right? Ooh, right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You can't throw Superman woman into a car and the car doesn't dent, right? So, um, yeah. I think um, they want to be, you know, get off the show while it's failing still before it finally, you know, you can't, if you leave it before it's canceled. You can't say that Just show you was on got canceled. That. Right.
1: That is a, you can't fire me. I quit. You right. Whoever's
2: the first to say, I want the divorce, wins.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that feels like what's happening. Now, they, they did announce that Jessica Parker Kennedy will be back. She played XS, Barry and Iris' daughter, who got blinked out of existence. She will be returning throughout season which is weird because they're already introducing Barry and Iris's future son Bart Allen who's really their grandson so I guess we're going to have a Allen children reunion how excited are you for the return of XS Jason? Um, for anyone who can't see my eyes roll way 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 back in my head uh, she shouldn't exist like she was literally written out of existence and uh, I mean, I know, uh, what was it, uh, Thawne was able to get around that issue. And because maybe she's because she's a disciple of Thawne, she gets around that. But it's like, we don't need any more, we don't need any more like Alan kids. I, I know you didn't watch this episode, but it was like, it was literally like the CW playbook. To we see, we are in season seven. The main character has 10 minutes or less in this show. And the supporting characters, no matter how interesting their storyline is, have so much more of the show. And it's like, oh, my gosh, this is painful. Because I literally watched, I watched, like, that and Supergirl. Like, Melissa Benoit has not been on for, like, two weeks. And I'm I'm laughing. (laughs) Yeah, this is my interview time, you know, taking some meetings, see where this goes. I'm sure if I watched Black Lightning, it would have been the same thing. Crest is like, yeah, you know, I'm 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 really good. You know, we already know it's the last season, but... You know, I'm here ready to work for y'all. Let's, let's you know, get me a series regular. I'm good. And it was just like, this is painful. Like, it's almost like since Arrow was canceled, I mean, ended, it's like the whole CW verse is literally collapsing in on itself. And it's just like, you can't bring old characters, introduce people you think we're going to care about to make us want to watch these shows. It's like, make a damn storyline that's actually worked like a 22-episode season that's worth watching. And it's like, they cannot do that. It's pathetic. And what's interesting, the only shows that are fine worth watching are Superman and Lois and Stargirl. Stargirl got renewed for season three before season two came, comes out. So that's exciting. I'm looking forward to Superman and Lois re- when it returns on May 18th. So there's something to look forward to on the CW. But as far as these tenured shows, I think we need to pull the plug, Jim. We need to call it. I mean, it's, it's almost like season four of all CW superhero shows is, like, literally the point, it's like, they yeah, call it. Like, just go to the next one. Like, Smallville was getting kind of weak, but then it actually rebounded once they fired the original creators. And it's, like, almost like it seems like the showrunners of these CW shows I need mean, to all, like, okay, somebody come with a fresh take on this. Stop using the CW formula to make these shows. Like, we got 22 episodes. Look at what made Star Girl good our first season. Look at what made what is making Lois I mean Superman and Lois good right now. Like a little realism for our side characters and then for our superhero, make them super. It's like I don't get why they f that up so much.
4: It's not that hard. Jake
1: King, I know I've got some news that is going to excite you even more than seeing people who should not be wearing G strings in Miami. Warner Brothers is apparently exploring the idea of a sequel to Joaquin Phoenix's The Joker
0: movie. Thoughts? <sighs>
1: you can see the pain in your face as you're Damn, trying to formulate your thoughts. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> I hope you capture that on the uh, when this goes live, too. You
3: know, Jeff, my, my, my issue with it, man, is this how does this tie into the larger DC universe? Is a Joker sequel going to incorporate the Batman? Because now that we've got the origin story, I kind of want to see the Joker get more into his, or delve more into his criminal activity and face off against the Batman or we introduce the Batman at some point. I don't want to just see the adventures of the Joker because this is just a movie about a madman, right? And you need that character play. You need to, 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 to now root against him. You, you paint him as a sympathetic uh, 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 character in this first movie. What does the second movie look like? And how does this tie into the larger movie? Um, that's the biggest problem I got with it. You don't see the Marvel universe saying, OK, <clears throat> here's a, a, a wolverine um not even let's not even use wolverine here's an iron man prequel where instead of robert downey jr uh we have i don't know keanu reeves as iron man you know we they're not doing that they're being consistent with their storytelling consistent with the stories. so i i really don't know where they're gonna go with it unless they keep it to okay this is standalone joker ignore this and we're going to establish the joker in this new batman movie whatever they decide to do and i just don't know where you take it from there like what what is a Joker sequel going to look like and i knew this was coming because they made so much money off they of made it made too much money didn't want... yeah they made too much money so we go now and if this is the case if this is the case, give us a Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker in a Batman movie. Don't say, okay, now here's uh, Ryan Gosling as the Joker in a Batman movie. Don't do that stupid like that. Give us what you gave. Give us what you gave us to make it consistent. Because we have a Joker, is what I'm thinking. We, this is our Joker. So whatever I, they I do with, I don't it, think
1: that's what's gonna happen.
3: No, what Chief, I was gonna say, make, Jeff, whatever they do with is gonna be a mess anyway. It
1: is, Chief. What's your thoughts on it, man?
2: I agree with him. I agree totally fine with King. Um, it it doesn't make sense to... it uh, have got several simultaneous different worlds operating at one time. Um, it just doesn't make sense. You're, you're in the DC universe, you're out of the DC universe, but you're in it still. And we're going to have the Joker along with the, what's the, my man, Gerald Letters' Joker existing, existing, uh, you know, the regular joker, they're going to bring in a joker, it's too much. You're doing too much. We don't need four or five jokers. We don't need it. Put a joker in, really, for real, for real, uh, my man uh, Keith, what was his name? Uh, What was the uh, dude who died? Keith Ledger. Keith Ledger, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and they could have taken him from every Batman movie and put him into every new one because he was uh, the best Joker of I've seen. But, you know, with these these different things, they keep doing these standalone... Put- Hell, we've got... Um, I bet you we'll get another Lex Luthor. You know what I mean? Um, it, it, it just doesn't make sense. Like, keep it consistent. You can't... Like, for example, Aquaman 2 and it's somebody else. You know what I mean? Uh, Lance Bass has Aquaman. You know, like, come on, dude. We're not like we. we, It's not gonna. It's you can't do it. You can't keep switching out. You can't keep changing it. Keep it consistent across the board. Let us enjoy a character and have that character throughout the DC universe. I mean, this is like this is why DC fails, man, because they make decisions that don't make sense for the continuation of the franchise and the movies and the tie-in to things. You know what I mean? Even when we were talking about the uh, uh, star, the the Bad Batch, um, it still had Order 66 in it. It was still, you know what I mean? It wasn't like a different universe. You know what I mean? Same things was going on that were going on. They didn't change the thing. like now this joker movie with the joker movie they did they changed joker's origin in a sense you know what i mean uh they they made joker basically uh a mental patient in in a sense like he life had brought him down and so he turned to the joker and this (laughs) this is like you know what i mean like this is me seeing the trailers from it because I, I never had no interest in watching the Joker movie itself, because it, it almost reminded me of uh, the core guard the core core guy. I'm gonna get Choreography. It yes. I don't know what's going on. I'm I'm, I'm twisted today, but I'm not a good twister. I'm I'm blister. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, yeah, and um, ladies man, when they were all dancing. Around, It all kind of reminded me of that. Whenever I saw the Joker kind of just dancing, it reminded me of, uh, we'll get the ladies, man. You know? Um, And that's that's where I'm at with it. You know what I mean? Like, I just want him to (laughs) like, yeah. So like, they're changing the universe. But at the same time, it doesn't make sense. So Javon King is 100% right. We got a Joker. Let's keep the Joker. Let's inject these Jokers into the Joker into the movie. And, and 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 do from there we don't need the several different movies with several different jokers with several different people going on i mean we've already changed batman out and then so when we do if we ever do a superman or, or justice league movie like are we going ben affleck are we going the, the twilight guy if he's gonna his, his own universe Right, he's gonna have a shiny body and then smolder like the rock and Jumanji.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like yeah, we're doing I need a video
2: for that. Yeah, <laughs> there's a gift. For, I mean, there's a
1: me right there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I was doing some more reading. Kanahashi Coates' version of Superman. It's not going to be directed by J.J. Abrams, which I guess means we won't have a direct shot for shot retelling of Superman by Richard Donner. That's a good thing. Um, And this Superman movie is going to be a standalone film that doesn't connect to anything else either. It's going to be its own Superman corner of the multiverse. Wow. I mean, your reactions, fellas, are priceless. Who wants to go first? Chief? Javon? Who wants at it? The head shaking. Go ahead, Jakey.
3: Jeff, I was going to ask you to explain that mess again because that sounds like a mess.
1: <laughs> like so if you let your kids cook
3: breakfast. Happy.
1: Tanahashi Coates has been hired to write a script for Superman. He is going to focus on a black Superman, but it's not going to be part of the regular multiverse. It's going to be its own separate universe, like Robert Pattinson's Batman.
3: We can't even be included in nothing, man. <laughs> we can't get included in nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs>
1: So, so that's where that's going. Um, yeah. I mean, there's precedence for a, a Superman who is his own standalone guy, but he's also part of the Justice Society on Earth, too. Um, there's also a Superman, President Superman, who's also black. But this one looks like it's just going to be all on its own. Gee, what, what's your thoughts on this?
2: I'm thinking garbage first thing i thought in my head man and here's the problem with this man why does it why does it have to be superman like again you could create a whole different character that another person from krypton made it off in a different world came like you you could do (laughs) a whole different storyline of it and you just you're just going to make superman uh, all right, well, you know, and, and, yeah. I know, because I, I, I don't want to sound wrong, but sometimes this, this new diversity crap goes too far. Um
0: I mean, like, <laughs> when,
1: when they have a casting call for Superman, hey, do you want to be the black Superman? Mm-hmm, good, actually.
0: There <laughs> is a black don't Superman don't character
1: who, who is also a survivor of Krypton. His name is Val Zod. I
3: thought it was Donnell instead of kal it's called Donnell.
2: Oh, Leroy, but you know, <laughs> it, it just doesn't make, like they just keep, like some things don't need to change. Yes, there needs to be black characters in movies. Uh, and not just black characters, let me, let me change that. There needs to be characters of, of different races and, and genders and things of that nature in, in movies. But some things should stay the same. All right. Yeah, did, you, did you read the
1: Earth, uh, Earth Two? I think it was probably New Fifty Two. DC comic, where it's like it's like Kal was corrupted by the Anti Life Equation, and one that uh, Jeff mentioned was like kind of the black, the other survivor, the other male survivor of uh, Krypton. No,
2: nah, I didn't see that. But I mean, but again, can. Do that. It doesn't, it, but like it doesn't have to be a Superman. It's like He
1: doesn't have to be Superman. You know what I mean? Like- he's Superman. He wears a totally different outfit. It's blue, silver, and red. And he's a cool character. There's a precedent for it. It's This is the whole thing with what they do with their movies. It's like, who cares if there's some comic basis for it? Let's just reinvent the wheel.
4: It's already been done again.
1: But I mean, I here's, the, I mean, I guess this is my problem with like, any of these DC movies, like the Joker and all this. Like, the multiverse is such a nerd comic book thing. I mean, it's like it's, it, I mean, it's like even like you know maybe like a very scientific mind, scientific geek. I'll say that. I mean, like I say that derogatory, right? but I mean I'm the same way. But it's it's really complicated for the average person to follow. Like this is why Marvel was so easy to follow. Like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. could have been this random other universe, but everything they did still kind of, even if they were on an outs with Marvel universe, they still followed. Like, hey, the last season worried about Thanos and, like, I mean, like, the second last season worried about Thanos invading Earth. DC just, like, hey, we're just gonna have this complicated universe that nobody can follow except diehard DC fans. Like, like how many Batmans are there? How many Supermans are there? (laughs) What is hell hell a following? It's like, why do y'all keep doing? Why do y'all keep shooting yourself in the foot instead of just making money?
3: So that that's something they they didn't figure out when they started this, right, Jace? I think Marvel had a plan from the jump, right? They knew what they were doing with their their, their, their their this this property. Even even so, when we see it today, we see that there it's phases. It's phase four. Here's an introduction. We're setting this up for you. And one thing I've always liked about how they've gone about doing their movies is that look, you don't have to have read Marvel comic one in order to get nope. totally wrapped up into that universe and to watch these movies. It's actually a treat when you see somebody who's never read a comic, who's never interacted seeing these characters before, get into and wrapped up in the story and 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 now they want to go read they want to go read the comics now, right? If you're coming into the DCU anew, and all you know is Superman and Batman, everybody knows Superman and Batman, right? You don't care (laughs) about anything else happening in that universe. You don't care. Wonder Woman, you know, of course. Aquaman is friend, cyborg friend. You don't care. You don't. People care about the next Ant-Man movie. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) come on, man come on. We're not making it up. People care about the next Ant-Man. They want to see uh, 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 the new movie with the the, the what's the the Asian, kid, the Asian brother coming out this, this fall. Shang-Chi. Um, his movie. Shang-Chi. People want to see that. And Most people, most casual movie goers don't know who Shang-Chi is. They didn't know that it was Black Panther. A lot of people didn't know that that character existed. But you care you want to see it. Because they built and crafted something. Whereas DC is just saying, look, we're desperate. We are just throwing movies out there. Somebody go see this shit, please. Please. <laughs> no, it, please. It's not working.
2: It's and the other problem is they don't finish one story off first. And that's what I'm saying. So we don't need another Superman. We need to finish the goddamn <laughs> Superman we have.
0: Like, that's right. At
2: least go through here and then finish them up and then come across with this, with another movie, a Superman movie, or something like that, um, you know what I mean, afterwards or something. You, you, you have a Superman. You just did the Shazam movie a couple of years back, and Superman was in it. Like, yep. you could have built so much even from that. It's like, now we're getting a new Superman? Like, what happened to the old one? The old one was damn good. Like, I wanted to see more from the old one. And yep. now we have a new one. And then, would you like to see a Superman 2? I would. Man of Steel 2 would be nice. And, uh, you know, what's the, who's to say if we like this Superman? We say, okay, they make the movie, and the movie's actually good. And then four years later, nothing else happens, and then they come out with another Superman. Like, are these just, you just making standalone movies now?
4: Hey, guys, we've got a brand new giveaway for you. Don't miss the all-new HBO Max Original Comedy Series, That Damn Michael Shay, starring none other than Michael Shea. It's going to be featuring celebrity guests including Amari Hardwick, Cecily Strong, Colin Joes, Billy Porter, Method Man, and so many more. That Damn Michael Shea explores Michael's perspective on everyday situations, including racial profiling, unemployment, falling in love, and so much more. Stream That Damn Michael Shea right now on HBO Max. But that's not all we've also got five signed posters for michael shea along with a $25 gift card that you can use for whatever maybe even sharing an hbo max subscription with someone else so all you got to do to get this giveaway follow me on instagram and twitter files movie files real simple really easy send me an email at Lyles movie files at gmail so i can send you the information on how to claim the poster and the $25 gift card And make sure you check out that damn Michael Shay right now on HBO Max. Now back to the show. Speaking of
1: things that maybe people want and don't want, we got our first book at the Game of Thrones prequel series. The internet didn't necessarily go wild for it. I feel like there's a, a phrase called reading the room. And I'm not sure if anybody at HBO or Warner Brothers cares about room reading whatsoever they may be in the remedial class but they're like
0: yo check it
1: out here's our game of thrones prequel get excited and again as someone who was perfectly fine with the ending of game of thrones except for brand because he's the obvious choice to be king uh no i don't know if there is an audience for a game of thrones prequel am i wrong or right j king
3: I, I want to say this, remember when HBO was, was, was and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use something from the kids here, remember when HBO had the content you wanted to watch, like, and I'm not just talking about their, their, their original TV shows, HBO movies, uh, 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 HBO undercover, remember that, that like gritty undercover series, they were there, it was like their news, hard hit news series, Uh, HBO sports documentaries. HBO was giving you content you wanted to watch, right? They're not doing that no more. And it seems like they're trying to keep up with Netflix and everybody else, right? Um, I don't think we need a prequel to it. Like, they're going to try to hold on to their most popular uh, 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 franchises. Like, we got a Sopranos prequel nobody asked for.
1: Exactly. That's coming up. And I was going to ask good. you about that because you, you said you might want to watch that. I was like, yeah. I said I might
3: want to watch it, but that, you know, Jace, that was three years ago, right? Two years ago at least. Now, more time passes, the less I'm interested. Um, also, the thing about making a show like that, we're reaching a dangerous point societally, right? Where you can't say anything without offending everyone anymore. You just can't. It's impossible for somebody not to feel some kind of way about what you say. So imagine doing a show set in the late 60s, early 70s about uh, 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 East Jersey mafioso types. There's going to be a lot of people offended by by what they see and hear in the show. Um, not to say I would, but it's going to be such an uproar. One, two, can it live up to The Sopranos? Will it even be any good, you know? But enough about them. Don't nobody want to see a prequel to Dragons and Teddies, man. It's like it's been done. There's nothing more you can milk out of this story at this stage. What else can you do? What else can you do? I Look, it's, it's a, somebody's going to watch it, of course, but they, there's new stories to tell. I got to imagine there's new stories. There's new stories to tell, more stories to tell.
1: Okay, there is actually like the uh war the rebellion after the mad king or like the war against the mad king is the only ground that we would ever care about if they don't go with like early ned uh we don't go with the early type Tar- targaryens we don't care because it's gonna be so far removed we were just like it's just in the same world it's like oh you guys do magic there's dragons but those weren't the big things like like the things we care about is like, hey, we know these people, you have to have a real connection to those people. But, like, do you bring back the old original actor who was young Ned? Uh, do you bring out uh, young Rob? I mean, uh, no, Rob Duff, Rob? No, what was the name of the king? Uh, Joffrey's dad, Robert, Robert Rappin. Like, do we bring out a young Rob? They like Who like no, like no, no cares? Like it is probably like a twenty-year phase that we probably care. We would be intrigued. I don't know. If, it doesn't have like ten-season length. It has like maybe three seasons, and it's so boring. Like there's nothing gonna happen. It's like I, I don't. I it really don't. Sounds know like
3: one of those li- limited series or
1: a movie. You know, like hey. a, a two-hour movie.
0: I mean, like this
1: I I can stretch this for like three seasons, maybe four. But there is no way I can care. I mean, I, I mean, it's like, hey, give me at least uh, what's the name, Bob, uh, whatever the author's name. Give me a, a script to write off. Maybe we can come up with something. But I'm I can't stretch this into like ten seasons. So it's, it's useless. Yeah, it's it's a real issue. So, um, I had a few things that I want to talk about. Let's go for it. All right. So Jay showed me this article from panama jackson and the very smart brothers on the route, and he said there's no way that jodeci could possibly lose a versus battle there's no one that they could put up against them you could put up boys to men but jodeci's catalog just just smokes them true hill would get obliterated and i'm like yeah that, that wouldn't work silk and shy just don't have the hits maybe if you put in New Edition and let them borrow from all of the members, solo stuff, then you could have a, a fair contest. And they'd probably be the only ones who could beat them because New Edition is like, seriously, like Voltron. They come together from the head and then they still split up and then do damage on their own. So I'm putting it up to you guys in the court because I, I confess I am a Jodeci head and I'm like, yep, that sounds about right. And New Edition is the only super team that could beat them is there a group that beats jodeci chief you're shaking your head who you got
0: i mean i
2: think boys and men can can uh the boys and men had more hits than jodeci to me
0: yeah, um,
2: yeah. uh jodeci, jodeci here's the thing about jodeci boys the men were more universal what was like your hood band. you know what i mean like white people <laughs> the Boys man you know black people losing the boys and men there wasn't no white people uh, listening to the Jodeci Christmas special. You know what I mean?
0: Ooh, yeah!
2: It was not... That's not going to happen. I'm trying to tell you. So, listen...
0: Coked up,
3: KC. Right. right. Take a silent right. Night.
2: right. Now, I'll give you C versus Drew Hill. I'll give you Jodeci, uh versus, you know, uh, Silk, uh... New edition would be tough. because um, 'cause you're talking about, you know, depending on who's depending on who's listening. Because even like you know, us we're old heads, so let's cool it now, Mr. Telephone Man. I mean, if they go back to their hits from, from the beginning, because you think about Joe it's what you got Cry for You, Whoever My Lady, um You got
3: the first half of the yeah, you got the first side of that first album. You got the first side of the second album. And select right. hits from the shoulder after party, of the hotel.
2: Diary of a Mad Band. I mean, that's, that's yep. just so
1: you just put in half the album. And yeah, I don't know.
2: Just, I mean, you're talking about decades and decades of hits from New Edition, though. I don't
1: you Hold know. On. Oh, I am 100% saying New Edition wins going away. Especially if you start throwing in Bobby Brown, BBD.
2: I mean, DVD. I mean, CD is like. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, if you if you if you break them into their group, Word to the mother. Right. What you got? If you, if you get a, uh, if you go on um, Apple Music and you do the uh, new edition Essentials versus Jody Essentials, I think New Edition takes them. I think Boys to Men takes them. Um, come on, man. Listen, okay. okay.
1: I think Boys to Men
2: has a lot of
1: balance but I think where they falter in that comparison with Jodeci, Jodeci has those slow I'm going to love you for the rest of my life kind of oh let's love you for life deals but Boyz II Men does not have a banging fast song that you could bump in your car. You're, you're just going straight I'm loving you on bending knee. Mm-hmm. There's I mean Motown Philly and that's about it. I'm good but we'll I- see right there Jeff. Go ahead, you
2: no no i'm not for i'm just saying i get what he's saying but i Mm -hmm. I mean you're still talking song for song so whether it's a it's a a love song or not it's still a popular song like like for example dmx right he went against snoop Mm -hmm. and you in your mind you're thinking no way dmx can go in here and make a showing against snoop because you know you in your mind you know and i love dmx when when you know uh I still do, you know what I mean? Um R I P DMX. Um but he ha- you know, he went in there, man, and I, I was listening, I'm like, Oh, I forgot about these balls. Mm-hmm. And so, you know what I mean? He was right up there punching. Now you get to uh Jodice and Boys the Men. Jodice had their hits, but I don't think like I, I don't think they, they crossed over to that like Boys and Men's hits was huge. Everywhere.
1: Yeah. Don't I will give you difference that. I'll give
2: you that that they
1: have like wholesome appeal. The problem is versus is not reaching out to the whole wholesome mainstream. It's like, listen, it's the same cats who are gonna get excited watching Jagged Edge, what is it, Jagged Edge one twelve? It's it's Dre versus
2: Diddy. You don't
1: think so you don't think you you like
0: that
2: for Boys the Manja? Huh?
0: You don't think What'd the boys said,
2: the crowd would come for their hits? I don't versus. I, Why not? I think Donnie Wahlberg
0: would be but uh, right. I don't right.
2: see a whole
1: rack
0: of people.
2: Versus ain't a secret no more. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's people, not people, a you know. I think I think the boys of has a has a, a bigger catalog. As uh, a matter of fact, you got Javon Go. I'm, I'm gonna just take a quick peek at the essentials here.
0: All right, I'ma write too. Um, Go ahead,
1: go ahead. I going to write I, my I, 20 I, I, songs. I'm, I'm a, You write your
3: 20 voice and on Chief. I'm, I'm gonna give it to you like this. And I love jealousy, right? We used to have a thing. Remember Jason High School? You probably don't. Oh, it is, it is Jeff. Feel free to edit this out. Feel free to edit this part out. We used no, it's, to it's, at a, least just I just started. This. I even know what you're saying. This is
1: fact. So yes, yeah, this is
3: true. You know what I'm saying. So it's if true. she didn't listen, if she if she said Jodeci before Boys to Men, we already knew what time it was. It's like yeah. If she said Boys it's to Men over over Jodeci, mm-mm. that means I gotta go meet your parents. That means I gotta go do a bunch of stuff. I ain't trying. That means to do I'm that. still waiting. Yeah, I, I'm still waiting. The only the thing I see, like Chief said, the crossover appeal for Boys to Men. And but it, Casey and Joe, Joe, Joe
1: have all those. They topics. do
3: have their, but see that's the thing. Are we including that? You know, are yeah, we including yeah, Casey and that's Joe? What Joe what
1: like, because I actually had a debate on it. It's like you have to
0: include mm-hmm.
1: their crossover and all the stuff that Devonte Swing produced.
2: That's
0: where. Oh, you,
1: if, de- oh if that is their criteria, hard. you can't. If, if it's that's pr- criteria,
2: hard as hell to be.
3: Because I'm gonna tell you something, then that's not fair to boys to men.
0: No.
1: <laughs> it's not. To anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally, he's literally the like the one who taught I me, mean, I don't know this at all, but it's like he's the father of Timberland's producing. It's like you cannot yeah, open the, the studios you know. up to him and say go nuts. Yeah. It's like I mean, even like if it was like Timberland was doing the beats, but Devontae's got credit, it, it's all still going to Devante. It's like you can't. I don't think like boys and men has no chance. I mean, I literally it's say like because let's be honest. Uh, uh I came bus, I came to bring the pain. Is literally a Devonte swing produced track. It's a,
3: dumb, it's a Devontae Woo! swing produced track. It's like,
1: you can't do yeah. that. Yeah,
3: right? that's one of the best, and that that was one of the that was one of the best shows of the nineties
1: of all time of all time. Yeah, yeah. and that's where it's like. Boyz II Men, their catalog is nice. It's pretty-ass crossover film. the Jodeci the, remixes they, alone. track, like, yeah. I mean, we
0: count, we count
1: all of their Jodeci's albums, but Give It Up, like the stuff they put J- on
0: so the Can't you know.
3: Jace, the, the moment you hear, come and talk to me, I really.
0: That's it. That's it. love I, I, I love,
3: yeah. love Boyz II to Men, too. The thing is, like Chief said, their crossover appeal is very broad. Um, if we have to go song for song based on that
1: criteria, Jodeci blows them out of the water. I mean, it's like you, but, it, you I, did it right. You do a 20, your top 20, Jodeci versus anybody beside New Edition. It's like, because at least New, new Edition, edition hey, I can bring in because Mike Bivens can bring in. A B C. He can bring in uh, boys. You don't men. need that. All you, you don't need, do, that. We'll need that. I'm just not saying, really like yellow, you did not need yellow, Bobby Brown. You
0: literally. I'm gonna do it like do this. They're top six guys. It's a competition.
3: If you would have just go, let us say this. If you would have just do N E, going from earliest to Come on, man. Any heartbreak alone. The the, the 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 solo era, we talking about Ralph Tresvon, We talking about Johnny Gill. We talking about Bobby Brown.
1: My, we my, talking my. about
3: BBD, Lady Dijour, all that. Rub you the right way remix. Oh, we talking about all that. We talking about dope remix, Molly Mar remix. We talking about all that,
0: right?
1: That's tough. That's, that's real like, tough. Like, that is no really- a new edition wins. Like if that's that's the one if y'all want to put that on pay-per-view, I
3: would actually watch that because it's like those I don't want to see I don't want to look, I don't want to see 50 plus new, uh, year years old new edition looking 20 years younger than cracked out Jodeci have y'all seen these dudes recently? Ah, uh, dude, it makes me sad but yeah that's the main let's reason keep why that one. Can't do
1: it really.
3: let's keep the yeah, cameras off one. on that one
1: yeah, we
0: we'll like, just
1: oh, have, man. like, the Zoom call <laughs> when you have a picture <laughs> of old like old Chodice. Put their old photos up. <laughs> like, hey, Chodice is going to call in on this one. <laughs> yeah. deep fakes. So I want to see it can call out, in. Man. We just need we have some video difficulties. Cheese. All right, so I, I put together my list. Did you want to run with yours, your boys to men? We're just going to go back and forth, right?
2: All right, let's go. All
1: right. You wanna go first?
2: Motown Philly. All right,
1: so that's a fast song. Let me see here. Um,
4: shoot, I'll just go with God of Love.
2: It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday.
1: Motown Philly, right, was that? It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. I'm gonna go with Forever My Lady.
2: End For of my... the road. Huh? End of the road.
1: End of the road, uh, stay.
2: In the still of the night.
1: Um, let me see. Which one? All My Life. Hey, Lover. Um, Let's see. Hey, Lover. Uh, I'll cry for you.
2: I'll make love to you. Pause. My heart belongs to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> listen. Listen. <laughs>
1: voice to I don't, am don't, a huge voice to me dude. But I'm <laughs> knocking down every voice men dude I, to me those.
2: On bending knee. All
1: right, let's see. On bending knee. Um, love you for life. Joe. Water, water, water run right. Love you. I mean, love you for life still gets played at weddings now. That's oh, the good. problem. Bending knees is like <laughs> no, no. you can't bring back. So. All right. Let's no, no. I'll do. I'm still waiting. So uh, one for day. Which one?
2: One sweet day. The duet they did, occurring. Occurring. Yeah. come on, fire! Lately, lately, please don't go.
1: Did you think you're lonely now,
0: ooh ah,
1: ooh ah, freaking you.
0: Mm. Four seasons <laughs> of loneliness,
1: some more.
2: Mm. Song for mama.
1: You
0: know, you want some more, you
1: know, you want some more. All right, Song for Mama. What do you have for Song for
0: Mama? Okay. Uh, tell me it's real. get okay, that your voice,
1: man. That's fine. What is it? 12? 9 to 1.
3: And <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the remixes yet.
0: Yeah. I hey, the Jodeci
3: Wu-Tang remix that is, is to tougher than that. everything we do.
1: Wait. I haven't done Get On Up. I haven't done. Did I do Phoenix? I did do Phoenix. I didn't do No More No, nah, you ain't say Phoenix. Phoenix. Phoenix.
0: Phoenix. Phoenix. Phoenix.
1: Yeah. Did I do Tell Me Real? Yeah. Did I do Crazy?
0: Yeah. No, you didn't um, Crazy. Bring
1: Me Up, Last Night's Letter. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's Last Letter. Last Night's Letter, that's uh, Casey and JoJo, ain't it? That counts. That would
1: count. But it's included. No, first, that would count. Like, the thing is, Jodice's singles, I mean, or uh, Casey and JoJo, and they had a good solo career. Boys and Men did not have a good. I mean, they, when they broke up, they had to reform because it was not going to work. Okay. Let's come
0: back together,
2: right? Okay, so if you're going Casey and JoJo alone. alone, I mean, last night's letter, uh, so on and so forth, I mean, okay. Cause I mean, at, at at the end, I can name about off the top, probably about eighteen uh, boys and men songs that people listen to. All
1: right. like uh, uh, what was it? The one uh, Wanee did with uh, Brandy. Like yeah. that be one to bring in. Broken Hearts. Yeah, I, they they have great songs. No like, one deny it. They have like, great songs. They just yeah. don't win. I, I think right, only can, have, here's something we yeah, here's something we can all agree on. Who are your nominees, fellas, for Dummies of the Week? Jace, Well, why don't you, why don't you break the tradition? Go first. Uh, you know, i got to do something a little different. So uh, today while we're recording is the finale of Merit at First Sight. And I don't know if you guys saw the previews, but I did. And once again, Winning it solidly is my friend, Paige, for my potential dummy of the week, for listening to my man, Chris, who said he may have feelings for her after, you know, saying he's got a, a baby on the way two minutes after being on the show and saying he divorce like five weeks after that and then now says at the finale, hey, I might have feelings for her. So, and she's like, you know, I think God brought us together. I think I might give him a chance again. So (laughs) I have a nice real estate deal to talk to Paige about. I have some beachfront property in Kansas that I really think she would appreciate. And, you know, she might actually think it's a great deal, but if not, she is still my dummy of the week. Cool. All right. Uh,
2: chief, how about you? Do a light, a lighthearted, a dummy of the week. It's not really a dummy. Uh, just, If you're the White House professional photographer, how the hell do you end up, (laughs) you couldn't make everybody just stand or something? Like once you pulled the picture out and you looked at it and you were like, damn, the Bidens look like giants.
1: (laughs) Like, Which would be understandable if he had a if he had a vintage camera where he had to send it off to Kodak to get developed it was like, oh right. shoot, look at this picture.
2: So you're looking at the picture and you're like, damn, they look like giants. Uh, can I get you out of stand for a second? Everybody, just stand. Um, hey, let's, let's run that back. Yeah, let's let's just do this again. So, uh, yeah, the photographer <laughs> who was just like, you know what, I'm gonna post this any damn way. You said <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: with you. That's a good one. Um, my nominees are the cast of Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live, because they are working for their career lives right now. Going, I don't know why people are freaking out about Elon Musk, hol- Elon Musk hosting the show. Why would people care? This would be great. This is simply the we need our paychecks and we need to do what we need to do, but. That doesn't excuse you from being the dummies of the week. Jay King, how about you? Uh, that's a great
3: one, Jeff. I was them as well, but I'm going to stick with uh, Billie Eilish, her fans. Not Billie Eilish herself, but her fans or anyone trying to shame her for this pictorial she did. Um, For all y'all saying that she sold, I music, man, sex sales. Shut up. Grow up. This is what it's about. She's not sitting there straddling an air conditioning unit or a washing machine or nothing like that. She just or a wrecking ball. Yeah, or a wrecking ball, you know. And that's the even with little chicken legs. I didn't mind that because hey, she had to put uh, what's her name, uh, Alaska, Nebraska. She had to put that behind her. She had to put that behind her. So had she did what she had Canada. to do. <laughs> yeah, Hannah Montana. I don't know what a girl do. She had to put that behind her, right? How
0: about was a new character in
1: Zombieland. I mean, like honestly, like Billy Eilish is all, I mean, she's, she's already known who she is. It's like, and if you paid any attention, like she did like kind of like, Hey, I'm, I am I want to be who I am. And it's just like, i just like, why, why do y'all need to shame her for like, Hey, I am a woman. Really? Come on. Seriously. She was a
3: kid. She's becoming a woman. She's not even too, she's nineteen or something like that, about to be a twenty year old. Let her come into her own. She's not out here doing anything so late, or terrible, man. She took a pictorial photo shoot.
1: Dude, right. that, that would have been racy in nineteen fifty. Right.
0: Yeah.
3: We saw her we, saw her. we saw her side. Yeah. Oh that gosh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doing What are you gonna do? They
1: are. All right, well, fellas, thank you, as always, because like Jay said, it is finale night on Married at First Sight, so we need to watch this train wreck, because this should be (laughs) something amazing. All right, and then i got to finish watching The Circle, because I've gotten sucked into it, and yeah, so hopefully we can discuss that next time. But fellas, thank you, as always, for rolling. Thank you all out there for listening. This episode of Live Movie Files has been followed.